we got to make this a uh, a video show one of these days. You're not the boss of me, and <laughs> I don't think maybe I don't think anybody wants to see us. Oh, I think it'd be great because then like maybe Patrick Michael could do an episode on his YouTube show where he's like making fun of us. Yeah, that'd be great. Let's just open ourselves up to criticism and <laughs> yes! scorn. Yes, awesome. Who would want to criticize us, Vinny? I mean, after all, we are the people who are trying to like bring to light the atrocities of humanity. We're the people who are trying to lead the scorn. Right, and I don't have any enemies online, so I think we'll be fine. You ready to get started? Yeah. Hidely ho, creeperinos. Welcome to the Creep Off. My name is Vinny Paulino, and I am joined, as always, by my very, very handsome sidekick, Hot Carla. What is happening, Vinny? Oh, you know, the world is burning. We're yeah. doing another podcast, stupid podcast. Our schedule is a little bit off because Vinny had to flee from the city of Rochester. This I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Bye. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. <laughs> I was like, the night before we were going to record, I was just like, you know, maybe we should just move this because... I'm heading out of town. Did you see the woman getting her ass kicked outside of the Rochester Fire Store? Uh, yeah, I did, Carl. Fucking LeBron tweeted it. Yeah, dude, that was making the rounds everywhere, wasn't it? Yeah, and that's a stupid store anyway. I'm surprised they're even in business, that place. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what they do. Did they Fireplace <laughs> supplies? Is it fireplace? I thought it was for firefighters. No, it's like fireplace supplies oh, and is shit. it? Yeah. All right. All I know is that there used to be a skate shop right there, and thank God those guys are left that neighborhood. Yeah, why did they leave that dismantled <laughs> ramp in front of the place? Yeah, it really backfired. It sure did. Uh, well, I guess we're going to have another episode of The Creep Off today. We're going to talk about last week's real quick, but uh, I will tell you we are adding just a little extra taste. I want to nominate someone for the Hall of Fame today. Oh, sweet. All right. Okay, so uh, let's take a look at the results from last week. Uh, allow me to pop these up right there for you to read. I'm not feeling real and good weep. about this. Read and Son weep. Of a bitch. I got 36% of the vote. Come on, people. Carl. Help me out a little bit here. Carl. Do you, you know want this means? to be a landslide for Vinny? I'm going to go ahead and say it. All the listeners who are voting for you, do you see what you're doing? You're ruining our show. Stop voting for Vinny. Three to one. God damn it. Three to one. I gotta, I gotta baby. start to mount an Almost epic five. Comeback. Oh yeah, man. I gotta start. I gotta start winning. I need I need a W this week real bad. My story this week, as I told you, I had to flee the city. Uh so yeah. my story is very simple this week. Oh, are we getting started with this? Would you like to? Sure, let's do it. Okay. All right, we're going to go to Macon, Georgia. Okay. Okay. My story this week is about a man, a woman, the police department. It's a beautiful love story. <laughs> a man is now charged with a murder, Carl. Okay. Uh, in the death of a woman outside of a daybreak, which is a homeless shelter near downtown Macon, Georgia. Apparently, the story goes like this. It's very simple. Someone initially called deputies about two people acting inappropriately on the front steps of the Homeless Resource Center. Okay. Which means that they were, in essence, fucking. Probably. On the steps of the homeless shelter. Mm -hmm. uh, 
when the police showed up, they asked the man identified as 55-year-old Kenny Whitehead to get dressed. They were like, get up, get off of her, get dressed. Oh, come on. The homeless people don't have that many fun things that they do. You know, they, they get to, like, drink urine and have sex. There's just a few things that they enjoy. I think we all know the police are out of control right now, Carl. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> the surreal. The surreal bullshit. It's well, bullshit. Well, as he got up, um, they ordered the woman, obviously, to get up, too. And uh, she didn't because she has been dead for some time. Oh! <laughs> Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So the family of the victim has been notified of her death. Her name has not been released. Now, this story happened on May 18th, so just about two weeks ago. Uh-huh. And I had this story. I wanted to do it last week, but th- there just wasn't enough information, and still no information has come out. But part of her face was missing. They're charging him with murder. No matter what happened here, he brought the body to the homeless shelter and banged her on the steps. So... Hey. That's fucked up. Yeah, there's no idea where the actual murder took place. All I know is that the body, with half a face missing, ended up on the end of a homeless guy's dick. So you're telling me that he could have... I mean, who doesn't want to have sex with a hot corpse every now and again? But you wanted Last that behind closed Mary doors. Chase. You want to do that behind closed doors. You don't want to go out in public and do that. Well, you know, the public is his home. That's where he fucked up. The public is his home, Carl. All right, so... What you're saying is, we really don't know if this guy killed this woman. We don't know if he killed he this woman. Her. All we know is he ended up on his dick. Right. In front of a homeless shelter. And the body had to have been moved there. And there was no oral sex because half of her face was missing? Correct. Okay. So, long story short, this man found a body at the very least. Yes. And dragged her. I was like, I know where we could do this, baby. <laughs> I got a spot. Dragged her to the homeless shelter and banged her on the steps. Do you think he was hoping to get people running a train on her and just couldn't find any volunteers? <laughs> I don't know if they were, he was just like wanted to take her to a late dinner. Was like, hey, let's go get some soup. Right. And, you know, <laughs> let's go get some soup. I know a place. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> the place was closed and he was like, all right. He was a little forward. Yeah. He's being charged with the murder. The other part is he did something horrific to this woman, yeah. removed half of her face that dragged her body to the fucking place at Bagged Around the Steps. So it's one of those two things. Yeah. And uh, right. That's that, pretty that, is, uh, that is my creep this week, Kenny Whitehead. It's short, it's simple, and fucked up. That is fucked up. All right, Vinny. My creep this week is former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chavin. Ah! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, Dude, no. there was part of me this morning that said <laughs> he's going to do this guy. <laughs> If I if I wanted an easy W, I would have. But no, my uh, my creep this week is a woman named Marina Balshamava, and she is a Russian influencer. All right, this is the setup for this. 36-year-old Marina Bamasheva from Russia has 416,000 followers on Instagram. She was married to her ex-husband, Alexei, for 10 years before they divorced two years ago. But her new Instagram photos show a new man in her life. All right, so this woman was married to a gentleman for 10 years. They got a divorce. Now she's an influencer. She's got over 400,000 followers on Instagram. So they're all watching her life. She gets a divorce from this man and starts dating a new guy. The new guy's name is Vladimir. He is 15 years younger than she is. Mm -hmm. And how old is she, like 21? Uh, At this point, she is 35 years old. So that'll make him 20. So he is 20. And he has an interesting relationship with her. 
She recently posted photos from a decade ago that show her at age 22, while he was only seven years old, and it shows the huge difference in age. I'm not sure why she thought it was a good idea to post this photo, but uh, it seems like it backfired. This is the son at of her ex-husband. This is her stepson. Whoa. She posted, to, let her, to let her followers know that that's the new love of her life, she posted a picture on Instagram of the two of them when he was seven and she was 22. And this is, this is her new boyfriend. Now, it gets crazier than what that. What is love, baby? It gets crazier than that because they're not just dating. Marina helped raise Vladimir, and now they're getting hitched. Kind of weird. I mean, he wasn't young enough for her to change his diapers, but seven years old is pretty, pretty young. So now they're getting married. So he's marrying his stepmom. Now, Vinny. I'm very speechless on this. It gets a little bit weirder. How? It gets a little bit weirder because now remember, she was married to his father for 10 years and a big part of that boy's life and his family's life. So this is where things get a little bit off the tracks. But wait, okay, it gets weirder. They're also raising Vladimir's five siblings together. While Marina was still living with her ex-husband, Alexei, she adopted five of his children, all of them except Vladimir, which she wants to marry now. Which means that when she marries Vladimir, she will not only be their stepmother, but also their sister-in-law? Yeah, that's some weird Game of Thronesy type shit. <laughs> Could you imagine that? That all of a sudden your brother is your stepfather? You will call him brother father now. <laughs> right. So I actually obtained some audio and I want to explain that while Marina is certainly my creep this week, this is not all of her fault. She was seduced by her stepson. Wow. I got the audio of this. Of you should have seen the, You should have seen him in his little little league yeah. outfit. Yeah. He's a total stud at, you know, what it, <laughs> He's a cute kid. Yeah, and it doesn't help when he's got uh, moves like this. No, 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 stop. Oh, it's wrong. You're my stepson. Well, I know. I'm your stepmom. This is so it, wrong. It makes it better, doesn't no. it? No. Yeah. So she was trying to resist him, but eventually she just couldn't resist. You just played stepmother <laughs> porn. That's not real. anymore. I can't do this because you're definitely my stepson, and I'm this is not okay. I'm definitely going to stick it in you. No, it's not. <sighs> oh, no. No. Oh, gosh. It's audio the first time they ever hooked up. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's fucked up, isn't it? I don't know. She sounds like she's breathing to me. So, does anyone besides Jim Morrison really want to fuck their mom? Because when I was growing up, we wanted to fuck our friends' moms. This yeah. kid is doing it wrong. But it was his stepmother, and I'm sure that, you know, I grew up with both of my parents, my biological parents, so I have no idea. But, I mean, I'm sure that there's... <laughs> You're you making know, excuses? No, I'm sure that there's, like, kids who... You know, the, these fucking guys leave their wives when their kids are, like, 12 or 13, yeah. and, like, brings in, like, a hot trophy wife. I'm sure that there's been situations where people want to bang their stepmother. So It's a genre, a very popular a, genre of pornography. It's a very popular genre. Never in any of those movies do they get married afterwards. That's the part that is fucked up. Yeah, nobody wants to marry them after. That's no, stupid. What that, a dumb kid this is. That's really dumb. So, for that reason, please vote for Marina... Uh, Balshameva, Bal, uh, Balma, I can't even pronounce English words. Now I got to pronounce a Russian woman's name. 
Ladies and gentlemen, you want to vote for Kenny Whitehead. Not only did he possibly murder someone, he also fucked a corpse. No matter what happens here, he was caught red-dicked, banging a corpse, okay? What don't you fucking understand? And if you vote for me this week, that would make next week. The score would be four to one. And that means that next week would be game oh point, boy. and oh I will boy. bring it. You're getting ahead I will of yourself bring it again, for you Vinny. next week. This is if where you, you bring me. If you bring me the victory this week, people, I will deliver for you next week. You are getting ahead of yourself, and this is where you always do, do yourself in. So, Vinny, let's talk about your consequence from the re- Wheel of Consequences. Are you opening for Jimmy Schubert this weekend? I will be doing a guest spot for Jimmy Schubert. Yes. Uh, what show do you want to go to, Carl? Uh Probably Saturday, but let me okay. get back to you. On I that. will, uh, it, as soon as you let me know which one you want to go to, that's okay. the one I'll just say I'll go do a spot on. Yes! I've All been right. cleared to do a spot. I will wear the hero of the stupid t shirt yes! with his dumb face on it. So you're going to wear a Stuttering John t shirt on stage at this outdoor comedy show, drive in comedy show. That's going to be a very big event. With like, news is covering it. Oh, it's a big deal. Jimmy Schubert, world famous comedian, my pal, legend, my buddy. Your buddy. And you're, you'll be doing a guest spot. We're going to have this on video. We'll be able to post this online. Yep, yep. I love it. I don't even know. I, You know, I had a nightmare last night yeah. that I got booked for a really big show. And I show up for the show, and I'm like, oh, shit, I don't remember my act. Because I don't. I, I mean, oh, I haven't been, been on stage while. since uh, the end of February. Oh, you're going to be stuttering and stammering with your stupid hero of the stupid T-shirt on. It's going to be great. And you I know, can't wait to see the photoshops that come out of this after I get some stills If of you it. don't think my ass is going to be writing the next couple of days. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to do it next week. There will be video. There will be photos. That's awesome. And depending on how well I do, they'll just be photos. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm getting hold of that video, asshole. Yeah, I like to see you try. I'm the one filming it. This is exciting. I cannot wait. Did we get any voicemails or notes or anything coming Carl, this week? we got possibly the greatest voicemail I've ever heard. Oh, good. But I'm not going to play it yet. I'm going to play this one from a guy named Vaughn who wanted to shit on us. Okay. Listen, guys, when you want to leave us a voicemail, you know, wait for the seven or eight beeps. <laughs> And then, you know, when you leave your message, try to make it a little more succinct. Hey, guys, Vaughn here. Just wanted to bring up something that I've noticed creeping up on your podcast. It's it's just, you did a normal thing, like subscribe to the podcast, guys. Everyone out there, subscribe. And I'll go to the website and vote. Guys, everyone vote on our website. And then then it started getting a bit weird. You're like, hey, guys, can you send some ideas for the Wheel of Consequences? We can't come up with anything. Go onto the Twitter, send us some ideas. And then... Can you also send us some creeps for us to talk about? Just send me something, because I can't be bothered looking up for it myself. Right. And now, what are you, episode 12, and you're like, hey, guys, can you send some parameters for the rules of the can show? Can you pause that real quick? Go? I want to explain something to this guy. We don't have producers. Most shows have producers that do all the shit that we're asking you to do for us. This isn't laziness. It's just how a show is normally done. We're the talent. I don't want to fucking come up with all of you. I don't want to do research, figure out who a creep is. And can I also add this, Vaughn? My issue with your statement here is it's not just about us wanting people to do the work for us. Maybe it's a little bit of it. Yeah, it's mostly that for me. Yeah, it's also (laughs) because it's fun for the people who want to get involved. Well, I don't know about that. We're actually just having a blast, Carl. (laughs) We're making that work for free. (laughs) 
Oh, by the way, Kevbot on uh, Discord That's my dude. is the guy who gave me my creep this week. So thank you, Kevbot. Did he really? He did. Because he gave me some people that I put in the scum parade today. Oh, so good. Give him, give him some Thanks, props. Thanks, Kevbot. And uh, continue to help us produce the show. Go ahead and finish Kev, that voice. Kevbot, now. you're an honorary producer. Cameron might be an honorary producer. Yep, for sure. There's some people that we love. And continue to submit your creeps. And you know, email us, thecreepoffpod at gmail.com. Yep. And then bitch about how all of my creeps are child molesters. And then when I change it up, you don't fucking vote for me. Thanks a lot, assholes. Thanks. <laughs> What's it going to be? Uh, episode 20. Hey, you guys, can you just send some jokes for us? Can, can you press record? Can you fill in for me at band practice? You know, like, if you can help you. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah, you, right. you want me at the end. Yeah, okay. came around. That's good. Now, could this, you send some jokes, please? <laughs> yeah, you know, here's, uh, here's an example of the kind of voicemail I like. Hey, this week on WATP, we covered The Creep Off, the show starring a fat loudmouth and also Vinnie Paulino. Waka waka. <laughs> Loved it. See, that's a great one. That's good. Now, I, like I want to play this one because, holy shit, when I listened to it, Carl, I stood just stared at a wall like, there's so many things that I need answers to. Okay. No, I'm going to let this one play out, okay? Holy fuck, dude. I've been trying to call The Creep Off and shit. And there's like this number I've been calling, but I was like a number off. And it's been like this fucking retarded home. And I've been like saying all kinds of retarded shit. And I was like, man, I can't believe they have such a retarded fucking internet because everybody's been fucking bitching well, about retarded. the beeps and shit. And I was like, maybe I'm fucking wrong. So I looked it up. Sure as shit. I was fucking wrong. They call him to this fucking retard home, whatever, like, and talking shit into their fucking shit. Listening, like, who the fuck is this guy? The creep off? What, 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 what? They had no fucking clue. My bad. Fuck off, Carl. You're sucking lately. You need to fucking step your game up, buddy. Okay. All right, bud. All right. Later. That's a, that's hilarious. So he's calling what I can only assume is like a heritage Christian home or yeah. Ark of Monroe County home yeah. in Monroe County, which is the five A five area code where we live. Yeah, uh, and just leaving heinous messages for them meant for us. And and disappointed every time he listens to the show, he's like, "Why aren't they playing my voicemails? Did uh-huh. I not call them retarded enough? What, what do I have to do to get my voicemail played?" <laughs> That's great. Well, okay, dude. I love this guy. He's uh, my favorite, even though he's a screw-up. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. So you ready for the scum parade? Oh, yeah. Let's do that. The scum parade. These are my peeps. The scum parade. It's nothing but creeps. The scum parade. All right, we are going to go down to Georgia, about 15 miles south of Atlanta. Carl, you own a business. I do. Okay. So you know what it's like to be a business owner. I do. Okay. Uh, this man by the name of San Juan Antonio Davis is charged with defrauding his employer after he allegedly faked a medical excuse letter. Mm-hmm. Davis, who was employed by an unidentified Fortune 500 company, told his supervisors in March that he had tested positive for the coronavirus and emailed a letter stating that he had been admitted to the hospital and needed to quarantine for 14 days. Right. And affidavit states, days prior, the company told employees that if they had the virus, they would receive paid time off while they quarantined. 
the company's human resource manager reviewed the excuse letter and observed some indications of fraud. According to the affidavit, for example, the letter stated that Davis was discharged on November 10th, 2019, Mm -hmm. months before the purported admission date. The letter was unsigned. The letter did not appear to be on a formal letterhead. The company called the hospital Davis was, said he was treated, and was told that he was not a patient there in March. Davis' employer also asked for a copy of his positive test results. He refused to give it to him. According to the document, out of the abundance of caution, the company shut down. Yeah. And at least four workers had to go quarantine. Yeah. The prosecutor says David's alleged scheme cost the company more than $100,000. The only person who should be fired from this incident is, is the HR. Is the supervisor who took this letter seriously. Because what they said was the supervisor said, okay, yep, that's fine. It had typos on it, no signature, half of it was written in crayon. He's like, oh, yep, that's fine. It was the HR manager who was like, what, what the fuck is this? When the HR manager is smarter than you, you have no business being employed at a company. Because HR is where they put the dumbest retards. So this supervisor is an idiot. And also, I blame the company for this. They put out a statement saying, hey, if you get the virus, we'll give you free money. Yeah. Uh, what do you think's going to happen? For all we know, this guy went to a nursing home and licked every resident's face trying to get the virus. Just wasn't successful. Better than my creep last week. <laughs> right, a little bit. Just wasn't successful because when you put out information like that, everyone's going to want to get the coronavirus. Fucking two weeks paid time off. Uh, so cost this company $100,000 with a phony medical excuse. It was weird that it was signed from Epstein's mother. Come on. Come on. Okay. I quit. What the fuck? <laughs> it was a welcome back powder cut joke. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, man. How old are you? <laughs> I've never even seen that I show. I am going to be 38. <laughs> Jesus Christ. A former Louisiana. Okay, we're going to head down to Louisiana, and boy, is this a story, Carl. Okay. This one was actually sent to me by KevBot, too. And there's, I still have some questions, but I was trying to dig in on this. So... A former Louisiana sheriff's deputy and his teacher wife are facing a, the only way I can describe it is a fuck ton of charges. Yes. Including child rape, producing child pornography, and sexual abuse of an animal. Mm -hmm. They are being sued for allegedly serving school children cupcakes tainted with bodily fluids. Uh, You know Vinny's going to read this story. This is his favorite you thing. Don't fuck with food. <laughs> this, I'm this, telling you, you don't fuck with pizza. Thing, yep. You don't fuck with dessert. <laughs> yep. So for the fourth time since November 19, 2019, a civil complaint has been filed against Dennis Perkins and his wife Cynthia Perkins. They're accusing the pair of feeding baked goods containing the man's semen to the women's class at Westside Junior High School on two separate occasions in 2018 and 2019. Mm-hmm. The lawsuit, which was filed this week in Livingston Parish, also claims Cynthia showed a female student sexually explicit images. The couple were arrested back in October when authorities found a photo of the pair naked with a minor after receiving a tip from the nation's National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. So Dennis was fired from his job at the sheriff's office. Rightfully uh, so. He was indicted on 78 felony counts. Yep. His wife resigned from the junior high school teaching day job. She was arrested, hit with 72 felony counts. By the way, the wife, not not that bad looking. Shockingly good looking. Pretty hot. Really, seriously. Like, if she offered me a cupcake, I might just make cumsies too. (laughs) (laughs) They are charged with producing child porn. (laughs) So a food makes you ejaculate? Is that what we're finding out about you? No wonder you like food so much. It's my favorite. Fucking orgasmic for you. You should see what I do to a plate of spaghetti. (laughs) 
Yeah, I want to cancel our lunch plans after this, by the way. I have uh, other things to do. I got to wash my hair. This article, Fine, I'll just go to Luigi's without you. This article implies that eating semen can be harmful. And I'm here to tell the ladies who listen to the show that that is not true. That's lies. That's lies. Fake what are news. they talking about? It's bullshit. It's good for your hair, ladies. Did you notice there's a ton of information in this article about the semen in the cupcake and showing a girl an inappropriate image? But there's zero explanation of producing child Stop porn, porn rape, attempted rape, sexual battery, obscenity, video voyeurism, and sexually abusing an animal. They just throw that in there, and they don't explain it at all. Yeah. All they do is focus on the semen cupcakes. I'm like, that's not the real story here. And the problem with the story, I, I will say, is that they focus a lot on the children's feelings. Oh, dude. The the one kid's father is depressed and had to quit his job because I was so upset that my, my son might be gay. Yeah, seriously, like, what? what the fuck is wrong with you people? I want to get more into this fact that they're accused of rape and sexually abusing an animal. That sounds like the lead in this, not the semen cupcakes. I don't know. I think the semen cupcakes are pretty salacious. Whatever. These kids didn't even know they fucking ate it. That's the difference. <laughs> I'm never going to your bake sale. <laughs> Fair enough. So this guy, uh, <laughs> this guy Dennis Perkins, he was in charge of the SWAT team. Yeah, where he was—that's nuts. Yeah. By the way, a cop suck. That's <laughs> just it. <laughs> if we've learned anything recently. Yeah, that's a crazy story. But semen in crazy. the cupcakes. Yeah, semen in the cupcakes. Mm. Makes me sad. All right, uh, this one we're going down to Tennessee, Carl. Okay. When assistant manager Robert Linlaw. Noticed a couple of women acting oddly in his Clarksville, Tennessee Dollar General. He kept a close eye on them for any criminal behavior. Sure enough, he reportedly witnesses the pair sneaking goods into their purses in an effort to leave without paying. He caught the two red-handed. Lindell then ordered them to empty their purses on the counter, showcasing a variety of items that they tried to steal. He then forced the pair into the back office, where they awaited his response to the crime. He was, they were waiting for him to call the police or whatever he was going to do. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately for these two girls, the women soon realized that the assistant store manager was uh, decided to basically dole out a punishment of his own. This story came from Kev Bot. I will give him credit for this. Okay. Well, in the back room, Lindlaw gave the female shoppers a choice. I'll either call the police and have them arrested for theft, or they could give him oral sex and walk out scot-free. Right. And even keep some of the merchandise they were going to steal. Yeah, yeah. He said <laughs> the women complied with his depraved wishes. That's yes. according to the story. Right. Allegedly performing sexual favors on their captor out of fear for their safety. Reports that Linlon locked the woman in the room and told him that he had called the police, but that it would take an hour for them to arrive. He then convinced them to let him orally rape them. That's what the story says. Right. Before releasing them. As thanks for their service and possibly as a method to garner their silence, he reportedly allowed them to take some of the items. Not even all of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, put, that C put that portable CD player back on the shelf. Yeah, maybe if she was able Fucking to Dollar throw, General. she would have gotten more merchandise. Yeah. So I just want to say this. When you're forcing someone to have sex with you, why would you pick the only hole that has teeth in it? And I'm not condoning rape. It's something I would never do. But if you're a rapist, fucking think. That seems very dangerous to me. It does. It's probably not a good move. He never called the police, obviously. He yeah. just wanted the, the blowies. After the alleged rape, the women called the police and reported the incident. Which is twice as stupid. Right. Because then they ended up just confessing to the crime anyway. Here's what I think happened. I think that they probably went and were like, dude, this told their friends this is fucked up. And they're this is a terrible thing happened. This is what we ended up having to do. And like, you could sue him. That you could probably make some money if you sued him. Yeah. You should call the police and sue. Him. And that's probably what happened. Yeah, that's true. 
Okay. Disturbingly, you really want to sue an assistant manager and a dollar general. You're going to get a lot of fucking money from that guy. Mm. What are you going to sue him for? More Tic Tacs? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> what are you going to get from that? It took authorities 10 months to arrest Lindau on the charges against him with the crime. And apparently they have DNA evidence. So I don't know if they had some pubes caught in their teeth. I, I was wondering saved. if he finished or not. I think that answers the yeah. question. Okay. Despite being indicated with two counts of rape, Lindau was out of jail and back home after posting a $20,000 bail. He was reportedly fired from the Dollar General three days after the alleged incident was reported. Can I just point out this article is fucking terrible. It is a terrible article. It's so poorly written. It's like they were trying to get a certain word count in, like they're being graded by how many words are in it. This is one of the paragraphs in this article. Uh, it says, when it comes to retail... One of the burdens of running a small business is dealing with those who want to take advantage of it. As such, employees are often tasked with keeping an eye out for suspicious customers yeah. who just might be walking out with more items than they plan to buy. Hmm. Seems oh. like I know a couple shop owners who know exactly what we're talking about this week. Yeah. No shit, Sherlock! No shit! No shit, Sherlock! No fucking shit, Sherlock! Also, it says, although these women were initially, uh, were initially committing a crime of their own, there is no reason Lin Lo should have taken matters into his own hands. One crime should never be punished with another. He Sounds like someone's editorializing, hand. aren't they? Yeah, I know. Like, how is this fucking not something that we all know? So you're saying that he shouldn't have punished them by raping them? Is that what you're saying? No yeah, shit. For shoplifting, he shouldn't have mouth-fucked those girls. <laughs> right. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, hit that it. drop again, would you? Yeah, no I was shit. Fuck. Shit, Sherlock! Uh, that might be my favorite thing you ever did. Thank you. I love that clip. Thank you. Okay, so uh, here's one that happened close to home, Carl. Yep. Authorities in three upstate counties are thankful after a wild police chase and shootout didn't end a lot worse. Officers from four local agencies exchanged gunfire with the driver of a tractor trailer during a one and a half hour chase involving four police agencies and several first responders. So this guy was in Leroy, New York. Yep. He's pulled over. His tractor trailer is pulled over for a speeding ticket. The driver identified as Joshua Blessed from Harrisburg, Virginia, defied the officer and pulled away. So the cop was, like, going to write him a ticket, mm -hmm. and this guy just guns it in his tractor trailer. Now, if you've ever driven a small car next to a tractor trailer, you know those fucking things are dangerous, yes, dude. They are. they are insanely dangerous. If the driver just fucking swerves, could kill you, you know, just knock your fucking car over. And there's a cop standing right next to this thing as it peels off. But the... Tractor trailer is not the most dangerous weapon being used in this story, is it? Oh, no. Not by a mile. <laughs> he led officers in a wild chase through Genesee, Livingston, a small part of Wyoming counties, while police making several attempts to slow the rig down with stop sticks. They're basically like spike strips. They did not stop him. The four police vehicles were damaged by gunfire. Yes. And were rammed by the big rig. So he starts shooting at the cops, too. So he's fucking going full Bonnie and Clyde, yeah. driving a fucking tractor trailer, shooting at cops out the window. Why do you think he would do something like that, Vinny? Nobody knows yet. Well, it turns out they found some of the videos that he had posted on YouTube and videos he posted on Facebook. And I have just a clip, and this is, I'm not joking here, this is really a clip of this guy, Joshua Blessed, and a video that he put out on YouTube. And I left my body... And I saw my body lying on this bed. Then Yahweh Almighty took me to the night vision of the days, the image of the beast. Hmm. 
First off, does that sound like a Virginia man to you? That doesn't sound like a man from Virginia. Well, he was known previously as Sergei Yuridov. Yeah, okay. So, so yeah. he's a religious kook. Correct. Is what we're figuring out here. And he, if he thinks that the police are the beast, I, I could see that. So you're telling me there's a religious kook truck driver just roaming the country. Not anymore. Big rig. Oh. <laughs> Not anymore, there isn't. He was shot dead. Yes. The cops murdered him. He killed him, yes. <laughs> they fucking open fired. His ass is gone. And he missed every shot he took. So I guess God wasn't helping him when he was trying to murder these the beast. Yeah, he was praying about the beast. He wasn't praying for aim, Carl. Yeah. He you got to be specific with the Lord. There was one car that with 10 bullets in it. How do you keep driving towards that guy? I, I'm thinking one bullet in my car, I'm out of the chase. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know, I don't need this job that, that much. When asked how many shots were fired in the exchanges between him and the police, Sheriff Dotry uh, would only say, quote, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were a few. State police and the FBI are, are assisting in the investigation. Yeah, he uh, seems to be like a complete lunatic, but he's gone now, so fuck him. Yep. All right. Now, Carl... That's the end of the scum parade for this week. It is. I did tell you that I would like to uh, nominate someone oh, right. for the Hall of Fame. Now, this now, who's story, in the Hall of Fame right now? Nick Bay? Nick Bay and the guy who fucked dolphins and wrote a book about it. Oh, right. And the reason why uh, Nick Bay is in is because... I freaking hate vaginas. All right. What do you got? Okay. So this story blew my mind. This came out today. You may recall uh, Lenny Dykstra. I do. Yes. You know Nails. Lenny Dykstra from the Ho Nails. Baseball player. He has a second life on the Howard Stern Show. If you listen to the Howard Stern Show at all, he basically calls in and tells Robin he wants to fucking eat her out and shit. Correct. Okay. He, can't get it, he can't get hard, so he just wants to eat chicks out now. So Mets fans know good old Ron Darling, the uh, voice of the Mets, yeah. was a, uh, co was a, uh, a, co a teammate yep. of uh, good old Nails. Yep. And uh, during the 1986 World Series game... Ron Darling claimed that Dykstra yelled racial slurs at Red Sox pitcher Dennis Oilcan Boyd before Boyd took the mound in 1986 during the World Series. Mm -hmm. Nails decided to sue Ron Darling over this. So there was a lawsuit. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, this was, this was a big, big deal. Well, guess what? The judge ruled. Okay. The suit has been dismissed. Okay. And it was dismissed in a very entertaining fashion. Oh, good. With the judge agreeing with Darling's claim that Lenny Dykstra has such, quote, a crappy reputation already that it's virtually impossible to libel him. Wow. Based on the papers submitted on the motion prior to the publication of the book, Dykstra was famed. This is what the, the court- You can just say whatever you want about Lenny Dykstra, that no good piece of shit asshole. I am reading to you <laughs> what the judge said. That's amazing. Okay. Prior to the publication of his book, Dykstra was famous for being, among other things, a racist, misogynist, and anti-gay, as well as a sexual predator, yeah. a drug abuser, a thief, and a bezler. Further, Dykstra had a reputation largely due to his own autobiography of being willing to do anything to benefit himself and his team, including using steroids and blackmailing umpires. Oh, dude, the blackmailing umpires thing is the fun. Do you know what, that, what he used to do? He would find out who the umpire was having an affair with. Find out their name, walk up to the plate and just go, so did you see Melissa last night? And freak the umpires out because they didn't want to get caught. So then all of a sudden the strike zone changed drastically for Lenny Dykstra. Exactly right. So you're suing because you, someone said you yelled the N-word? That's one of the best things you've ever done. 
And here, you're a piece of shit. Another little clip. Given the aforesaid litany of stories concerning Dykstra's poor and mean-spirited behavior, particularly towards various groups including racial minorities, women, and the LGBTQ community, this court finds that as a matter of law, the reference cannot induce an evil opinion in the mind of right-thinking persons or deprive them of their friendly intercourse in society. And at this service of the legal doctrine, the libel-proof plaintiffs which, as the court explains in detail, renders one legally foreclosed from suing over allegedly damaged reputation. So he is not allowed to sue about his reputation that, anymore. That actually makes a lot of sense to me. It does. It's pretty it's, amazing. That makes a lot of sense. But it's really – that sets a weird precedent where you can just make up any bullshit you want about the guy now. Apparently. <laughs> Courts crazy. are like, fuck this dude. That's and crazy. that's why I think – he may have just earned himself a spot in the Hall of Fame. The legally, you can say whatever you want about this guy because he is so shitty. Hey, I got an idea. How about you send in what you want to call Lenny Dykstra, and then me and uh, Vinny will read those things on the air. I'm in with that. Send us your Lenny Dykstra. Send, send us more jokes. <laughs> send us your Lenny Dykstra fan porn. Yes. We'll read whatever you send us. We cannot be sued. Oh, that's hysterical. It. So... Welcome to the Hall of Fame, Nails. Yeah, congratulations. You're right there with Nick Bate and Dolphin Guy. That's it. That's it. That's the end of this week's show, so don't forget to vote. Obviously, you want to vote for Kenny. Whitehead, he fucked a corpse and removed half of its face, allegedly. Okay, he fucked a corpse, but they weren't related. Okay, Marina fucked her stepson. You see the issue? You just married. said step, stupid. You just said step. They're still related. It's just uh, not uh, blood uh, relations. Uh, 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 that was her mom. That was his mom growing up. She didn't fuck him when he was seven. You don't know that. And you don't know like that she was his mom. She could have just been the that was walking around the house that his dad was banging. <laughs> Listen, let's let's just face it, Vinny. I won this week. I don't even know. This is just a formality that we're even having people vote for it at this point. The creep off. There's been a lot of talk about voter fraud, too, I have to tell you. I there think is. I, I think I sent you a note. People see that I have 100 votes one day, then the next day there's 60-something. Something's getting weird. You're shaving some votes, I I'm think. not shaving votes. I think you. you're shaving votes, motherfucker. Carl. Guys, Carl. vote twice for me because this guy's cheating. You can't vote twice <laughs> vote because twice. you're only allowed to vote once. Vote three times for me so that we can offset the cheating. Ladies and gentlemen, on. follow the rules. Vote for me one time because you know you want to. This is a scandal. This is a man. This is a man who is grasping at straws people, right now people and making riot. accusations. People should riot over this fraud. He's down scandal. three to one right now, and he does not want to spin this fucking wheel. I don't want to spin the wheel. <laughs> so stop making up shit. All right. Let me ask you a question. So, how long does a corpse have to be dead before you think it's gross? Five seconds? Ten seconds? What do you mean by gross? Like, still fuckable? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. An hour or two, I'm like, sure. Like, the second it's dead, you're just gotta be like, ugh. And I think an hour or two, and I'd be like, oh, she's finally being quiet. This is so nice. I wouldn't even have dinner with her. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock! No shit! No shit, Sherlock! No fucking shit, Sherlock!